Do you find yourself procrastinating consistently on things that you want to do but you just can't seem to get started? What if there were simple ways that you could start to reframe procrastination and actually understand it a little bit better so that you could start to create new, more empowering habits? It's coming up on this episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. Do you ever feel like you were made for more and you just don't know what this looks like yet? My name is Jordan Ulrich, and I've made it my mission to help people just like you align with your inner genius, lead a fulfilling life on your terms, and facilitate true transformation from the inside out. Authentic Success is here to challenge you, inspire you, and bring you actionable strategies for stepping into the highest version of yourself from some of the world's greatest minds. You were put here with a unique purpose. It's time that we discover it and bring it to life. This is the Authentic Success Podcast. Hi, hello, good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. My name is Jordan Ulrich, and wow, am I excited to talk about this topic today because procrastination is something that I think everybody deals with at some point, whether you're an entrepreneur, you're a a parent, you're an author, you're a speaker, it doesn't really matter what you do, we all know what it's like to look at something that we want to do or look at a project we want to undergo and then look at it a few months later and go, why have I not started? I said I was gonna work out and I didn't. I, I said that I was gonna write a book and I didn't. I said I was gonna start a business and here I am. I still haven't done it. Or maybe you start little tasks and partway through you find yourself on Instagram or TikTok for hours on end. Well, understand that you're not alone. And procrastination is is not something that we are going to avoid entirely, but in this episode, we're going to kind of get to the bottom of what procrastination actually is and why we do it so that we can start to gain a better understanding of it. So procrastination could really be boiled down to either not being able to stay focused for any period of time or to be putting off things that you know need to get done, but you constantly find yourself getting distracted or you find yourself just not even beginning in the first place, right? Well, it's important to understand what is actually happening uh, when we are running these procrastination patterns, right? Now, procrastination is a tricky thing because these patterns largely run in the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind governs 95 plus percent of what we do on a day-to-day basis because think of it like like a computer software program. A lot of times when we wake up, the day that we're about to have has pretty much been dictated by the time that we take our head off the pillow because we're running a series of habits that we pretty much run on a day-to-day basis. Human beings are creatures of habit, so we like things to stay the same way that they've always been in order to expend less energy and avoid potential danger. Now, the subconscious mind is so powerful because it can either drive you towards what you want or it can be like the metal barrier barrier that gets in the way between you and all of the things that you desire. It can be the thing that gets you to absolutely crush your project and it can be the thing that keeps you from starting on it altogether. If it's wired correctly, it can be the thing that wakes you up and brings you to the gym every day and it can be the thing that keeps you putting off your exercise routine year after year after year despite consciously wanting to. It's important to understand that when a conscious desire is weaker 
than an unconscious program. The unconscious program is going to win every single time, uh, especially in the long term. This is why we start off a new year with something like great intentions to uh, you know, start a new business or get fitter, happier, healthier, and we don't do it because we like doing things the way that we've always done them. Now, think of this metaphor for a moment. Okay, when we're looking at procrastination, a lot of times what we're doing is we're making mountains out of molehills, and this is perpetuating procrastination. We're making things a really, really, really big deal, and then we run this cycle where we beat ourselves up for not doing it, and then we get upset with ourselves, which drops our self-esteem, which really, really lessens the chances of us actually taking action towards the things that we want to do or the things that need to get done. Now... Also, think about it like this. The subconscious mind is like an elephant and the conscious mind is like a rider. And the elephant is pretty much going wherever it wants and the rider is basically along for the journey. Now we see small tasks as little hurdles that the elephant has no problem jumping over. But when we get to a big thing that we've been putting off or a thing that we've wanted to do for a long time that we haven't taken any action on, the elephant sees this as simply too big of a hurdle. It says, no, thank you. There's no way I'm going to be able to make it over this because we've made it a huge deal in our mind. And because the mind learns so well in pictures and symbols, what we've done is is we've created a picture in our mind of this thing that we need to do, and it's a huge deal. So inevitably, we put it off. Now, we are wired to first and foremost, avoid pain, and second, move towards pleasure, right? The subconscious mind's always trying to steer us away from pain and towards pleasure. If you ever want to look at something that you purchase, ask yourself, is this steering me away from pain or is this steering me towards pleasure? Away from pain uh, might be something like a painkiller, right? Or might be something that makes your life a little bit easier. And then towards pleasure might be something like a shopping spree on clothing, something along those lines. So if the subconscious mind's always guiding us away from pain and towards pleasure, it's because we have a neuro association with the thing we consciously want to do. Unconsciously, we've associated pain to it, right? We think working out's gonna be too hard. Starting the business is gonna be too challenging because what if I give up all my family life and I go completely broke and everybody laughs at me? All these different things, these are stories that we come up with. So what we do is we grab the closest thing. It might be alcohol, it might be your smartphone, it might be your Facebook, your Instagram, your TikTok. And now the subconscious mind goes, see, this is way safer than tackling the thing that we keep putting off because that is simply too challenging. Now, one of the things that our brains get very, very addicted to is dopamine. This is why 86% of people that own a smartphone say it's the first thing they do when they wake up in the morning is they check their smartphone. We love dopamine. It's a feel-good drug that makes us feel amazing in our brain and in our body, right? So we find the dopamine release in procrastination, but it's very, very fleeting and it's very small, right? The dopamine release from putting something off instead of tackling it, it is temporary and it's not really that healthy. And what we can do is actually shoot our brain of dopamine if we are constantly, constantly putting out these drips of dopamine with things like, you know, stimulants, um, TV, I mean, name it. There's a million different things that people do to find pleasure and to avoid pain, right? But think about this. You think the reason that we procrastinate is because we see this huge project. We see writing the book as this giant endeavor that we're simply never going to have the time or energy for. 
but look at something you're procrastinating on and ask yourself, am I making this a big deal? Am I making a mountain out of a molehill? The odds are probably yes. Now, we do experience a huge dopamine release when we complete a project, but the cool thing about this is that the release of dopamine that we experience through just taking some forward action is also exponential. So instead of saying, oh my God, I have to write the whole book, we'll just write the intro or even something as simple as open up a document, be it a pages doc or a word doc, or even a notes document on your phone and write the first headline, write the title of the book and then put your phone away. The odds are you're going to want to keep going and this is because we see we have a dopamine release when we see progress in our lives. Anytime we see forward progress, we feel good about ourselves. Now the flip side of this, and this is a vicious, vicious cycle, and this is like a procrastination wheel and self-loathing, beating ourselves up and getting angry at ourselves for not taking the action is actually lessening our chances exponentially of taking the forward movement towards the thing that we want to do or consciously know that we should do. So we think about the fact that we put it off, then we get really upset with ourselves. We say, why did I do that? That was so stupid. I should have done it and I didn't. And then your brain says, see, I knew you weren't good enough to do that. Let's get really, really upset with ourselves and create more resistance around handling the thing. So really the first step to moving past procrastination is actually acceptance. Accept the fact that you have done absolutely nothing about this. What you're doing in this moment is you're actually dropping resistance. And the more you can start to create a pattern of acceptance instead of resistance, right? If what we resist persists, then what happens if we stop resisting? And ask yourself, how well is this going? Beating myself up about about this all the time, right? How well is it going for me in moving towards the thing that I need to take action on? Chances are not very good if you're still running this pattern. So what would happen if you took a few minutes and just said, wow, I accept myself even though I haven't done this. Wow, look at this mistake I've made. This is terrible. And I'm still here and I'm still worthy and I'm still a human being, right? What this does is it stops spinning that wheel of procrastination, self-loathing, procrastination, self-loathing, procrastination, self-loathing. To give you an idea about how this resistance works in our lives, imagine trying to push two magnets together, right? Have you ever tried to push two magnets together on the side that is not attracted to each other? It doesn't work, it doesn't matter how hard you push, it's the harder you push, the harder the other one pushes against it, right? So creating a level of acceptance is a very, very, very important step. Now, I'm not perfect. I still procrastinate all the time, but it's learning to start to become conscious of these patterns that we're running going, well, okay, if I haven't tackled this thing in a year, the odds are that what I'm doing isn't working. And we think if I just put in a little bit more effort, surely I'll have no problem but it's really not true. All we need to do is accept the fact that we haven't done it yet and then start from a calm place, okay? When we are firing these incoherent patterns in our brain, there's a part of our brain called the amygdala that is responsible for firing the stress hormones like cortisol and epinephrine that are flooding our bodies, getting us ready for a worst case scenario and putting us into a state of fight or flight. 
When we do this, we actually can't think clearly. We can't analyze what's up ahead of us. We're just trying to merely survive and we become great materialists, right? So understand that looking at this thing, whether it's your taxes, whether it is a project you want to start on, whether it's a, a message you haven't replied to or a house you haven't cleaned or a drawer that you haven't taken care of, it doesn't matter what it is. Every time you remind yourself of what a failure you are for not doing it yet, you're just beating yourself up and you're spinning this procrastination wheel. This is a very, very self-sabotaging pattern and it simply doesn't work. So take out a pen and a piece of paper and literally write down every single thing that you haven't done that you need to do that is stressing you out in your life. Now, sometimes we put ourselves in denial where we think, yeah, it's not stressing me out that bad, but in the unconscious mind, it's always running underneath the surface and we're always perpetuating a feeling of stress. So look at something that you haven't done and write all of these things out on a piece of paper. When you pull them onto, out of your mind and put them on paper, at least you are separate from it, right? If you can put it on the table in front of you on a piece of paper, it's no longer running circles in your head. This is why journaling is such a powerful practice. So have a look at all these things and rate how stressed you are on a scale of 1 to 10. Now the number one tool that I've used to overcome procrastination is EFT or tapping or emotional freedom techniques. And the reason for this is because we're communicating with the subconscious mind, we're breaking those old synaptic connections, and we're calming the signal that's coming from the amygdala that's firing those fight or flight response hormones into our body. Okay, remember your brain's a protection mechanism and procrastination is a form of protection. It's trying to protect you from some potential danger and breaking your daily routine. Even though we know that writing the book might result in millions of dollars and a lifetime of fulfillment, well, that would be different from what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. So the subconscious mind says, let me steer you away from any potential danger that is outside of what we're used to and let's stay inside of our comfort zone so we don't get hurt. All human behavior has a positive intent and this part of your brain is just trying to keep you safe. Now, if you've never tried tapping before, I'm going to invite you to try a stress release tapping meditation. This is something that I created that in 12 minutes, 13 minutes, you can actually learn what it feels like to drop these stress hormones in your body and experience a state of ease and balance. The first time I ever tried tapping in 2018 absolutely transformed my life and I've used it every single day since then. The easiest decision that I ever made was becoming a practitioner because it was something I had to share with the world. You can find it at jordanolrich.com forward slash stress. It is $7 and has a great potential to change your life. When we move out of the stress response, we actually flood our blood back into the prefrontal cortex in our brain away from the extremities because we don't need to get ready for a fight or flight experience and we can think much more clearly. We can take the mountains that we've made out of molehills and turn them back into molehills and understand that we're not going to do everything at once, that our to-do list is never going to be completely done, but what we can do is start taking small steps and as we take small steps, we actually start to feel amazing about ourselves. That's jordanolrich.com forward slash stress. I'm so very excited to see you on the next episode. Have a great rest of your week and I'll catch you next time on the Authentic Success Podcast.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. If you've made it this far, it means you are not a dabbler and that you are someone who's truly committed to making a lasting change. If you like what you heard, please leave a rating, comment, or review as it helps me bring this message to more people that need it. If you want to go a step further, this is an invitation to grab a free copy of my book, Authentic Success, at jordanolrich.com forward slash success. Keep your energy up, keep moving forward even when it's scary, and I'll see you on the next episode.